This is the turntable on Active FM with Ari Styles in D Money, where radio has never been better. What about yourself? Do you yeah. introduce yourself? <laughs> I forgot to introduce myself with myself. <laughs> this is the turntable. Yes, I am Ari Styles. That is Shiki. He forgot to introduce himself, so I'll do it. When you're behalf. important, you don't have to introduce yourself. People uh, already know who you are. Okay. And that is the D Money. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I get it. You know, we'll be bringing you the facts, playing you the tracks. And well, today we've got an uh, older member with a new name. So the guy formerly known as Ari Styles has changed to Harry Styles. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Let's not confuse the... the uh, I'm Ari Styles. I'm not Harry Styles. Harry Styles is a member of One Direction. And this is not One Direction. And you are bald, so you're technically not Harry at all. Yeah. Uh, anyway, before Ari thanks, thank, thanks for thanks for taking me. Thanks for taking me, Shiki. I apologize. Uh, one day you would want to be like me. If I lose my hair naturally. Um, before we start, before Ari starts talking a lot, let's give you a song to break up his long monologues. <sighs> man, what this dude pulling up on me for? Drop your weapon! It's not a weapon. It's a microphone, man. I'm just coming from rehearsal. Drop your weapon! Drop your weapon! Drop it! Okay. Drop okay, okay, okay. God put each one of us here for a specific purpose. We got a mission. And I wasted so much time down here chasing stuff that didn't even matter. Bro, just promise me you won't do the same thing. One thing I learned about life, one life, one life, one life. is everybody can't like you. And if they like you, what that really mean at the end of the day? You only got to answer to one man, one man. Feel like the law looking down, like D, I ain't convinced. Uh-uh, it all hit me one night. What's my purpose on this earth? I think I lost sight. Alright, it's kinda hard to stay focused up in this game. So many bad influences be tempting you to change. I know the people see I'm a positive dude on stage, but it's a difference between being positive and being safe. Get deep with me. I'm in the room playing music for some industry folks. Woo, I keep that heat with me. I feel like they could take me to the next level. Trying to impress them and show them my talent special. Look, the conversation turns religious. It's so convenient to say I believe in God and keep it real vague and not specific. Do I not want to offend nobody? Do I not want to go in detail and risk them talking crazy about me? Am I worried about what's convenient for me? Am I disowning Christ before others? Matthew 10, 33. Man, am I playing as safe as can be? No, sir. I'm not afraid to probably claim my Christianity. I'm a Christian. And that don't mean I think I'm perfect. But I know I got a purpose. That's why I'm on my grind. I'm a Christian. Got God's favor so I shine. My swag is divine. Operating on this time. Mission unashamed, this position sanctified with a vision down the ride. I ain't tripping, devil trying to catch me slipping. Now I be on television, so all of the stakes risen. Not gonna die, go to prison. Not a product of the system. Nah, I'm rebelling. 
and telling my brethren that with the media yelling and sell them won't get them to heaven. No, sir. Get deep with me. Jesus died for my sins on the cross, but this girl trying to sleep with me. Should I do it and satisfy my flesh or make up some excuse like, oh, I forgot the latex? Or do I man up and say I can't do it? Cause I ain't trying to disobey the word of God. Am I scared I'm gonna look foolish? Am I scared she gonna make fun of me? Not no more, cause I probably submit to this Bible sitting in front of me. Uh, I'm a Christian. So I shine, my swag is divine, operating on this time. I'm a Christian, I can't deny it, I can't deny it, no need to hide it. I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. Yo, this ain't no courtroom, but everybody quick to judge. Can't wait for me to slip so they could quickly pull a plug. It ain't no love, they say I hang out with the thugs. If I recall right, Jesus hung out with the thugs. Am I lying? But it's never just because. No, I'm really on my grind. Mark 217, yeah, that be really on my mind. I'm relatable, yeah, different. Yes, I walk that thin line. Most can't, but I can. It's difficult, but I'm trying. So I pray I affect those around me. I pray I influence the environments that surround me. I pray for all the people who judge me and who don't get me. The hatred don't affect me. They was never riding with me. Riding with me in this tank. You ain't safe up in your car. Spread the word, trending topic. Yeah, this is spiritual war. God's army, Satan's army. Tell me who you fighting for. Most don't even know we fighting. And that's who I'm writing for to enlighten you. I'm a Christian. And that don't mean I think I'm perfect. But I know I got a purpose. That's why I'm on my grind. I'm a Christian. Got God's favor so I shine. My swag is divine. Operating on this time. I'm a Christian. I can't deny it. I can't deny it. No need to hide it. I'm a Christian. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm a Christian. I ain't perfect though. Okay, so that was D1. I'm not perfect. I'm a Christian. Uh, not D, it's not, not make a mistake. It's not D money, it's D1, right? So D money, you know D1, you D2, or maybe D3. Okay, Ari. Well, let's get <laughs> on to our show this week. We've got another beef for you. Uh, this one will be by Drake vs. Meek Mo. So this week's beef is Drake vs. Meek. I could be a rapper. Baby lotion versus Twitterfingers. Baby lotion versus Twitterfingers. You'll, you'll understand uh, why we're saying baby lotion and versus Twitterfingers. So anyway, we're going to start off, right, with Drake and Mikmo. So Drake and Mikmo, basically, before before the beef, they, they, they were rocking with each other. Collaborators. Col- they were collabing. Uh, their first collaboration was on a tra- on Mikmo's 2012 track uh, called Amen. Um, Meek Mill was also at the uh, at the party where there was an altercation between Drake and Chris Brown. Uh, you know about it, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but we're not gonna get too too in detail with that one because we're focusing on on uh, Drake and Meek Mill. And then um, Meek Mill, this Meek Mill um, had, uh, had an album. Um, he made an album called. Of the M of because he's part of Maybach Music uh, mm-hmm. Maybach Music Group. That's what they crossed them. That's Mikmal, right? Um, so Drake and Mikmal collabed on a track. Uh, it's Rico. It's oh, it's called I R I C O. 
uh, of Mick Mill's album called Dreams with, Dreams with More Than Money, right? So what happened after that? Um, what happened after that? So, you know, Mick Mill was dropping that album. Uh-huh. So at a time when, when artists are collabing on an album, you normally you'll, you'll normally find a collab of, it's not, it might be your album, but because I'm collabing with you, I would then uh, promote, the promote, promote the album, right? Mikmal um, was started going on Twitter. Uh, he first went against uh, Wale, which is which is part of uh, his his label uh, his label Maybach Music Group. Also stating that now we were was upset with my Wale not promoting his album. And then after that, he, he took a shot at um, at Drake on 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 a tweet, right? not on a dust track, on, yes, the, on a tweet. And he basically said he basically said this on on Twitter. Stop comparing Drake to me too. He don't write his own raps. That's why he ain't tweet my album because we found out. So that whole story was where Mick Mick Mill was upset that Drake didn't uh, promote his album, and that's how it and that's how it started. Yeah, basically. And then then Mick also had a follow up tweet, which was he ain't even right. That verse on my album, and if I would have knew, mm. I would have took it off my album. Yeah, I don't trick my fans. Alright, but see at that point in time, right? Prior to there is things that develop as it goes along. In hip hop, generally, if people got issues with each other, they'll accuse them of something with no basis of it. So, and ghostwriting is one of the normal accusations. People say, "Oh, he don't write his own rap." Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Another thing is snitch. They use it as a big thing. Yeah. They got beef for a battle, and they call another guy a snitch, where it's unfounded completely. So at this point, he's just tweeting that he's using writers. There's no proof as yet, if I'm correct. Mm, yeah. So, Meek actually just found out. Like he says, he just found yeah. out. Yeah. So. When you talk, when we spoke, and now you, you spoke about uh, ghostwriting, right? No, no, no. I spoke about rappers using accusations yes, yes, and other rappers having issues with yeah, them. Yeah, uh, with ghostwriters, right? So there was, so there was an issue with, um, with, with, with me stating that that's how the that's ghostwriting how the issue started. The issue started with the issue started with Rick regarding right. his regarding the ghost uh, regarding the ghostwriting, right? But then, what me only randomly on Twitter attacking him. attacking him on Twitter, right? Not on a not on a dust track. Um, what started? What's are happening there? The whole topic of um, Drake having a ghostwriter, yeah, but by it, a person it, by the name of Quentin Quentin Miller. Okay, so so, so wait, it, Quentin Miller was his writer, right? The reference track came out, but at yeah. which point does the track come out? Does Drake release the dust tracks first, and then the the reference tracks leaks, or does the reference track come out before the dust tracks? Um, let me just get back. I think it's I I, I think he's um. I just want to understand that pers- mm. for perspective in terms of what comes first. Does Drake does him first on a record and then the... the, um, the so, okay, so basically Mick actually exposed Drake in his mm-hmm. tweet to say that he right. is close. Right. But see, at, at so this point, he's exposing him without any proof. Yeah. proof well, yeah. Right? So then, the, so, so, so then there was, as you were saying about the reference track, mm-hmm. there was a bit of a mention of a, of a reference track that Quentin Muller did. That yes. was before the... the, the that does take that I'm gonna come speak about right okay. now, right? Um, so there was there, 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 there was a there, there was a guy called from uh, OG OG Meko and Boy One Boy Wando also worked with also worked with Drake, right? To also work with Drake, right? Um, remember Meek was talking about Quentin Miller being the being Drake's ghostwriter, mm-hmm. and 
track referencing his tracks in that specific time, right? Okay, so for people that don't understand, a reference track is if you it doesn't only happen in hip hop, it's with any any form of music. If you have someone else writing your music, not only putting pen to paper, but actually creating the cadences, the rhythmic side of it, um, writing to the beat within on beat and within pockets, they actually lay it for you. So it's for people that are good writers, but not necessarily good artists or good performers or good singers, or in this case, in terms of rap. So they would actually lay the track for you. You would use that to learn it and it would play as you recording it to basically do it over. That's what the reference track is. Right, so then basically, Mick 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 also st- st- he also stated that uh, if um, if he knew that uh, Drake didn't write it on, and he took a reference track from Quentin Mal- from basically from Quentin Miller, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he wouldn't have let Drake um, Drake be on, on that record. Be, be on that be on that record. That is extremely respectable and for me. However, on that be- just be- be- because on that on that track many. He, the reason why Mick was also getting up at Hype Club was because many people were saying that Drake uh, outshined him outshined on that record. Outshined him on that on that track, and I think that's that's where it boiled from, right? Um, another and an, uh, another person that just before the before even the dust track again, um, a person by the name of uh, Noah Shabib was also part of uh, Drake's crew, right? He's his main producer over yeah. forty. Yeah, so yeah, Drake's producer he took offense to the accusation and basically also tweeted with the following comment. So if someone wants to be upset that Drake made a great album, go for it, get mad all day, lol. But don't ever question my brother's pen, right? That that was his. his when they his say comment. don't question his pen, they're referring to his ability to write. Ability, his ability to write. Um, also, to take note that one of the politicians in Canada also took what's it called. Drake side, Drake side, and basically tweeted to to Mick Mill. Now this is a tweet battle, right? Mm-hmm. Start a tweet battle. I'm, I got you, I got right. you. And then it Drake right. came onto the dust track. Yeah, so yeah, so I'm still getting yes. to the I'm still getting to the dust track, right? It's just all prior to the dust track. Uh, then basically the 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 politician in in um, from Canada basically basically said. Uh, on Twitter, you're no longer welcome in Toronto. That's basically where Drake, Drake comes from, right? So, uh, Mikmal went, went back to the back to that politician. He mentioned a few things. Said, "Hey, thank you for voicing your opinion, your voicing your opinion, and, and so forth." And then that's when OG Mako and Boy Wonder got into got into the into the, the Twitter into the fold. Into the f- yeah, so then OG Mac called call, uh, started defending Quentin Muller because now at that point in time Mick was attacking Quentin Muller obviously because yeah. he was afraid of being exposed at that point in time. So yeah. he was attacking his ghostwriter, one of his ghostwriters, right? Um, which was substantiating, so which was basically stating and agreeing with what Mick, right? Uh, saying that some of us being new, Mick just put it out in the air, so they. So that's where the starting of the Drake, we found out about the Drake ghostwriting, right? Mm-hmm. However, I asked a question right now earlier about ghostwriting, right? Mm-hmm. What is, just explain the term ghostwriting. Okay. Um, in, not, not in terms of this beef. Mm. I'm just, this is in terms generally. Mm. Ghostwriting <coughs> is when someone else writes a track for you, contributes to it in a certain way, 
and they are not credited. Now, in this case, it's not exactly like that. Ghostwriting is someone that don't have credit, don't get published in their name, does not appear on the album or on the liner notes, or you know, people don't have albums anymore, but wherever you find the names of the, the contributors to a track does not appear on there. Mm-hmm. So it would be regarded as a ghost. Mm-hmm. Hence the term ghostwriting. But in the terms of this beef, it's a little bit different. So we'll get into that as you continue with. Yeah. So, yeah, because you said ghost ghostwriting is you don't get you don't get uh, get credit or or, or mm-hmm. anything, right? So Mick Mick Mill said stated that he Drake uh, had a ghostwriter. Right. Now in terms of hip hop, it's a little bit different. Yeah. It, it, the genre is it's meant for people that that write their own records because you're supposed to be what you're rapping mm. about and what you're talking about. Yep. So it's a little bit different whether the person gets credit or not. Yeah. So then Quentin Miller starts picking up because now he must remember his name was getting dragged into it. Mm-hmm. And then he's and he's, he denounced that says what you call any that, that Drake is any mystery writer. Because as you as you mentioned, uh he was credited in the he, album. He, what you call you if you if you're a ghostwriter you're not credited at all. Quentin Miller, if you look at that, 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 that same uh, track with what uh, Mick Mull and Drake is credited. He's credited. And if you if you find if you look at Drake's uh, most of Drake's songs, he has credit a lot credit, of writers uh, on there. Yeah, he credited. So yeah, so that's that's part of it. And then um, why it becomes a little bit different in his case is because he is not just a normal artist at yeah. this point in this time, time he was not. claiming to be an mc and not just an mc he was claiming the top spot in the game yeah if you use writers you cannot claim that mm-hmm. at all at all at all right so then that then that's when um drake now because it was getting about heated right. um that's when drake came up with a test track called charge up right so he so he, he, he went on, he took a few shots at, at Mick, right? But Drake never mentioned Mick's name, but it was... It was an, clear it was about him. It was clear it was, yeah, it was clear it was about him, right? Um, then, um, Mr. Twitterfingers, mm-hmm. right? Instead of coming, coming back uh, on a track, um, a, rep- a response to Drake's charged up, mm-hmm. he came back. But just what the tweet saying, I can tell that he wrote that one too, right? And then after that, his second, his, his second tweet was, it was soft as baby lotion. All right. Right? Granted, he is not only the song was soft as baby lotion, Drake is regarded as an artist that is soft as baby lotion. The rap is normally a bravado, aggressive, male-dominated, testosterone-filled genre. Mm-hmm. And he is as soft as baby lotion, even yeah. softer probably. So does it, does it, does it, does, okay, just a question. Does it make you soft by speaking out your emotions? Yes. And um, so you rather keep your you rather keep your emotions in. I speak take, your emotions. I take nothing away from Meek for not responding to that record with a record at that point, because as any MC knows, there is times when you don't want to engage, or if the record doesn't feel like it warrants a response, then you do not have to respond. So maybe he felt like the record was soft and there was no reason for him to reply at that point. Right. And then... Then Drake dropped the second. Be, yeah, but before that, I think Flex also called in the uh, mic and then, I don't know, there was some... He was saying he was going to premiere a record, basically. It was going to either be Meek's response that never came or it was um, the reference track actually coming out, which did come yeah, out at some that point. Yeah, I think that was the in-between there where the reference tracks started coming out. 
um, Meek never responded again, and then Drake came out back to back. This is where Drake went at him, went okay. at him, right? That's the big one, the famous one. Mm. So and then people were asking now, were asking Meek now, why are you not responding? Why are you not responding? He's okay. What he says, right? Uh, he stated that now because he was on tour with um, Nicki Minaj. Okay. That's uh, a valid reason. If it's not a valid reason. It's not a valid reason. Mm, a valid reason. I, I, I will not defend Drake with my life. But he's the number one artist in the game. He's the biggest artist at this point. Still is current. Yeah. You're telling me he's not busy. Okay. He's not doing a lot of things. He's not on tour. He's not recording. He's not. Mick is very popular at the time, but he's not as big as Drake. So you're telling me he's not busy. So many artists have battled while they were on tour and still find time to go to the studio, make a record and come back. Totally mm. agreed, right? But if you want to work with Nicki Minaj no. at the no. time you want to take Irrespective, irrespective, irrespective. Would you going to be worried about a no. medal? Yes. No, irrespective. If you're an MC, if you're, if you're, if, 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 you're, see, if you're, if you're an MC, you can't say I, could, uh, I couldn't get to a studio and everything. Did, uh, in our and times. We live in a technological techno- age, yes. I, uh, what you call, Lil Wayne does it. If, if, if he has, uh, if, if, if he has a, a rhyme in his head or anything, he has a, he has a recorder, you get it? You get it recorders. You can record it and send it. You can record what you basically on a laptop. What the software you have, you can create a studio quality song, get it mixed and mastered and sent out. That's basically. So I will not defend Drake, but this was not a fair response to say that you were on tour, you could not come back. You had to come back. Yeah. So that's why on back. That's why on back to back. He said, "Is that is that a world tour or your girls tour?" Okay. Yeah. And afterwards, the excuse was that he didn't come back. Regardless of that, I don't know. I'm confused about at which point the reference track comes out, right? But that is important within this because I personally feel as soon as that reference track came out, everything that happened prior becomes null and void, and everything that happened after doesn't matter. As soon as the reference tracks come out and we have valid proof that he has used a ghostwriter, there's no reason to battle anymore. Meek should have just left it alone. It should have been over. Mm. Nobody should have ever engaged with Drake ever again. It was done for him as an MC. It was yeah. over with completely because... Now, I know you like to frame it like I have issues with people using ghostwriters. I don't. There is a place for it in hip-hop. What the Dr. Dre is, what the Puff Dead is, what the Kanye is. There is a space for it. Now, Drake has to move himself into that space. Unfortunately, he tries to play in both worlds. He tries to be an artist that can use writers and sing songs at the same time want to be regarded as an MC, want to be regarded as a great MC, and want to battle as well. Now, once that reference tracks come out, I feel like it's done for him. It's over. Make sure they've not said anything because when it comes to battling when it comes to emceeing it's about who is the who has more skill who has the harder bars who's the better mc once you use a writer you fall out of the mc category and why would you engage with with someone that's using a writer if i'm the rapper and i'm battling someone else that uses writers i'm not sure if i'm battling him or I'm battling his 150 writers that he uses. And if you see the credits on his album, it's not usually one or two people per song. It's a whole lot of people on there. So he's using numerous writers. He's taking records from his artists and using it. So I don't see the point. If I'm a, I could be the worst rapper on the face of this earth. Pathetic. And, but I write every word that I say, and someone else uses writers, I am better than him. Not in all cases, but mostly because you have people like Lil Pump and things like that. You can't say. Maybe he wrote every word of Gucci Gang. I don't know. <laughs> all three words. <laughs> <laughs> Two words, yeah. So I don't know. So for me, whenever that track comes out, I'm not sure in chronological order when Th- that record comes. 
Which one? But so back to back. No, when the when the reference track gets leaked, it's in between back to back and Charged Up. Then it's over. Uh, for me, but it's over. It ended there. Every artist that engaged with Drake thereafter. I'm talking Joe Biden, Pusha T, who else? Uh, anybody, I can't remember because there's been a lot of people taking okay. shots at him. Any artist that did it, it makes no okay, sense to me. Would you respond to Kanye in a diss track? Okay, Would can you I, respond to Puff in a diss track? Can I, can, I, can I continue? You may continue. Please. I just want to get yeah, that please, across. Please allow me to continue. Um, so back to back, he stated that, right? I tell back to back, uh, happened. Mm-hmm. And then after, uh, after that, only a, only a weeks after, after the back to back came out, right? Now you must know, Mick Mull only responded then with what, what the track called, I, what, what the track called, want to know. But it wasn't what, it wasn't what, um, everybody uh, anticipated Mick Mull was going to come with. Which was the first one he came back with? No, he came back, he came back with want to know. It was after back to back. After back to back. But was weeks it after the one that had the uh, weeks after that is irrelevant. I know mm. we live in a time of a social media era where because of Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all the other hundred TikTok and whatever else you have, people expect instant things because we live in a microwave era where things is fast, mm. quick. If you have to take time to do something of quality, then take your time because if you look at it, we were talking about the Jay Z Nas last week. Nas took months to respond mm. with it. So for me, the time doesn't matter. Unfortunately, we live in at a time where people want instant things, instant mm, gratification. Yeah. yeah. So what does track? Why is it? It wasn't it, it wasn't what people anticipated, right? Because Big Mal, if you know Big Mal, it's a battle MC, battle MC, right? Mm-hmm. And the shots that he was, the, the the things he was stating on the track, on the track, wasn't really punch what and pull. Expected. Yeah. What they expected, right? From being him being noted as a battle MC. Mm. And I think that's where we we lost a butt, right? Um then it went on, no tracks at a at a point in time. Um then uh Lupe Fiasco. Mm-hmm. Great MC as well. Yeah, great MC. He he had a he had an open letter, right? regarding the ghostwriting part and it's exactly like how you said he said it that Drake um, is needs to be set aside, not put in a different category. Yeah, to put in a different category because he, what with him, is regarded as a musician, not, as an artist, not yeah, necessarily not, MC. Not, not, not really. Yeah. So you see, he stated that because because nowadays that um, the radio commercial because hip hop has become become so commercialized, right? Especially Drake, he right. controlled radio yeah. for about 10, 11 years. Yeah. So because be come commercialized artists are forced to have to have extra hands nope you're not forced to right you no, not if, forced to if you think about it that's way right and uh, uh in order for you to be commercialized and to be successful in the in the in the, in the links in in the regard where it is uh kanye and, and now it's like right not you're going to need to have no you're not a better way out he had some of the most commercial records you've ever heard it's his pen Ja had some of the most commercial records you've ever heard it's his pen jay has radio hits upon radio hits it's his pen there's many rappers that have tons of radio hits it's their pen it's not somebody okay. else's learn okay. how to write a hook okay so i suggest um shiki Check, look, search for the open letter of Lupe. I'm not going to, because we're going to mm-hmm. argue in the whole time. Anyway, for this. those that don't understand, yeah. the open letter is basically a letter that you write for the public consumption, for, for everybody to mm-hmm. get. Yeah. So, Char- 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 Charlemagne the God also, 
he basically said he wasn't fond of Drake, but he, he, he does respect his, his music. And he thought Mick Mull was out of his pocket for jumpstarting the beef because no one cared if Drake used the ghostwriter or not. And that's right? unfortunate. Right? Um, nobody was... Yeah, so nowadays people really don't worry if you have a ghostwriter or not. In other genres, maybe, but no, the rap no, game, understandable. The rap, not, like I'm saying, people don't care in other genres yeah. because it doesn't matter. Yeah, Everybody song, uses yeah. writers. Mm. In rap, it used it's to be art. a thing once upon yeah, a time. Now to be. people don't That's care because, look, honestly, I wasn't a fan of Drake prior to this coming out. But if I was, and that happens, I would be disappointed. If if I hear Jadakus used writers today, I'd, it would kill yeah. my childhood. Like, yeah. this was a man that, it's like, people, I wasn't a fan of his MC, so he didn't hurt me in such a way but he confused people into believing that he's a great MC with him saying like I'm not top five I'm top two but I'm not two last name ever first name greatest he's claiming it from the offset so much that people actually believe he's the best yeah he's not so for me it didn't bother me but the fact that it didn't bother anyone confused me completely so like I think it was me who actually really exposed the yeah no that's exposed no he exposed so yeah put it out Where so, people actually got to really so see that. So now we're talking about battle versus war, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, the battle part of it, right? Because of the talk that the back-to-back, Drake won the battle part of it. Right. right? When does but war pain come, though? Because there is, there yeah, is no, no, there is war pain. It, came, it, it comes again after. That was after a one great, great record. But then, but then there, it was a great record, right? But he, would have, he should have come with it. When, when Drake released back-to-back, mm-hmm. right? even if he waited a few weeks, like, weeks, Uh, later to respond, he should have responded with a warping instead of the one and all. You understand? Mm. One so of them used the Undertaker sample. Yeah. So sure. the so so the so the one so the one and all, but to respond to the back to back between one and all and and warping, I I I feel he would have really should have went with a warping first, and you understand? Yeah. But like Because, you were saying, it came yeah, too late. It, yeah. It, it basically the warping came too late because he already came out with one and all. Mm-hmm. And people already and people already like I try question okay. because that's that's the consensus, right? Uh, but when we're talking about battle versus the whole war, mm-hmm. right? Um, battle, Drake. the Drake, Drake wins, right? When it comes to, when it comes to the war, right? Meek won that. I would say Meek won it slightly. You know, I would say slightly because at this yeah, point he exposed in, him. Yeah, at mm-hmm. this point in time, at, at this point in time. Um, Drake is successful, Mick is successful, right? Mm-hmm. Both still successful, right? Uh, but what will always be a, a scar a stain on, on his career, a stain on, on Drake's career, is that he uses the ghost, writers. They're using the using the ghostwriting, especially as you besides say. the fact that he's a com- yes, besides well. the fact that he's a commercial artist, he's one of those artists which I do respect about him. He wanted to always be put where the MC is being looked at as an MC, go bar for bar with the best in the game. And unfortunately, ever since, well, fortunately, ever since that came out, he'll never be looked at in the same light by true hip-hop heads, by true MCs. Mm-hmm. So, I think, yeah, so Meek won that war, because that, that will be a stain on his career for the rest of his life, on his in legacy. In that part, yeah. On his legacy. He'll go down as a great artist, as a As an artist, artist, yeah, as an artist, not really a... But not who, who baby lotion. <laughs> yeah, no, so Drake is, a, is, is, is an artist, commercially, commercially, what's a commercial artist? Very successful, mm-hmm. right? Um, not taking any anything away from also Mick Mick uh, Mill, he is a great MC, right? Oh, I like Mick. Right? I'm a fan of Mick. Yeah. So in the and then later on, 
think I think in 2019. Mm-hmm. I might be mistaken. I think it's 2019. Um, they mended. Like uh, the beef between they reconciled. They reconciled like the the the, the beef of uh, Jay Z and Nas where they reconciled. Big uh-huh. Mal um, and Drake collabed on a on a on a track. I can't remember what. I just can't. Yeah, I still remember, remember the video. There was like hundred rappers in the video. I saw it. Yeah. That's when he came out of jail. Yeah. Um, you know, this, for me, this beef was important, and I really, really wanted Meek to win at this point in time. I looked at it. I look at Drake like a Kanye, right? Soft. Well, not soft, but like a, a non-gangster rapper. Yeah. A backpack yeah. rapper, but not really. A backpack mm. rapper, but not really a backpack rapper. Because yeah. there's no level of consciousness in him whatsoever. Yeah. But they were, their content was like a J. Cole type content, right? Mm-hmm. Um, college, that type of thing. Now, at the time, many years ago, 50 and Kanye had a battle, of, a sales battle. Sales not battle. a beef, just a sales battle. Where the whole industry conspired against 50 for him to lose that battle. Mm. And ever since then, Kanye took the reins and the entire tra- trajectory of hip-hop changed after that. It went into not so aggressive, not so gangster. Yes, yes, yes. They wanted to get the gangsters out of there. Mm. Up, so Kanye was winning and Kanye's sound took over and Drake is fruit of Kanye's streets. You cannot deny it. It is. It is. Right? He, did, he, did, he does mention it. If, yes, he said it himself. So they come from it and Kanye took over the game from there. And basically they're the same person in my eyes. And then what happened there after... In terms of rap, not production and things like that. And then what happens there after it felt like hip-hop didn't have place for gangsters and gangster rap until Drill and things came, but that's years later, until Meek popped. Meek was the next one. I feel okay, you had game in between there and things, but game also just come directly mm. on 50. But until Meek popped, it felt like it was there, there wasn't a space for that in hip-hop anymore. Yeah. Then Meek blew, and I was happy about it. Plus, I enjoyed the music. I really do enjoy the music, the screaming and everything. Mm. But then... And then when him and Drake went at it, I was like, okay, here's a chance for the gangsters to win. Mm. One. I don't mean that in, a, in an aggressive way. I mean from the, the sound of the music, the aggression within the music. And then he goes and loses that one. Yeah, and, and, and a couple, and, and I won't lie, he's, um, Mick Mull is from Philadelphia, right? Mm-hmm. So Philadelphia is known to... to to to, 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 have, to have battle, battle rappers, yeah. right? So a lot of, uh, a few of the fully article battle rappers were really... Look, were, were waiting. That's why I said also I anticipated Meek Mill to after the back to back. They were waiting to see what was his what was his response and unfortunately they they were left a little yeah. bit slightly disappointed. I think everybody, everybody expected him to win there because one, we have baby lotion. And on the other hand you have one of the hardest rappers out there's some of the best intros you've ever heard. That stuff make me feel aggressive. It's like what DMX used to do to mm. my soul. And he just yeah. did what he did. And and, and yeah, and him being a be- and him being a be- uh, a battle MC, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If if I be- if I say for example, if I'm a battle MC, right, which I'm not, um, and Chicky comes at me with a with a with a track, that's just me on the track. My initial reaction is not go on Twitter to tweet that I'm uh, 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 my reaction. What am I going to do? I'm going to come with a track. But we're looking at us through the lenses of the 90s. People want instant responses. So you can tweet, but then you got to come with the record after uh, you tweet. The, yeah, immediately after. So you can tweet immediately afterwards so people can say, I, I heard it, I acknowledge it, I'm coming. Yes, I'm coming, yeah. But there got to be something to follow that up with. Yeah. You can't just tweet and then it die out. Yeah, I not wait for wait for two distracts to come. only person that gets away with it is 50. Yeah. You can diss him 50 times and he will make a meme about you and win it. And win it, yeah. Or he'll create pump and curly. 
<laughs> yeah, you know pump in Kali. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And speaking about it, in between does beef. Oh, 50 right? got involved as well. 50, yeah, 50 got 50 got involved because it was the 50 Henry Cross stage. A- anything well. that, that, that has people's eyes on, 50 were getting involved. Yeah. He's the most entertaining human being alive and uncancelable. And just wait for this pass we can publish three please. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay hold, on, hold on, hold on. Harry, okay. <laughs> hold so on tight. That was the beef. Uh was a battle and a war. Like Harry was saying. Yeah, no. In each battle there's there's a battle and a war. Even last week, uh battle and a war. Last week the war was each, I, I see both artists won. Yeah, no, no, no. Last week was even. Yeah, last week was even. So that's why I didn't really mention mm-hmm. the battle versus war. Last this week, week. This week there was a battle versus war. You can say yeah. And then the war goes to Mick. Battle mm, to slightly. Nah, yeah. goes to Mick. Because Mick's career yeah. continued in the same trajectory. It was going to continue whether he won yeah. or he lost it, right? And you can say after he came out of jail, even his career went in a better direction. Because mm-hmm. from a business standpoint, he's working right. But I'm talking about. And he's still respected big. as an MC. Although people will look at him a little bit funny for losing to Baby Lotion, but he does not have a stain on his career. Like like Drake is, and then Drake has taken else after that from. completely mm-hmm. in most of his battles. All right, so uh, let us move on. We're gonna get into a song by Cannon called Eagles.
one time for my squint eyes. Two time for my hitter. I grind hard on my gin Ain't got time for no quitters. I've been in it cause it sound good. I've been doing this since childhood. I'm just doing with the wild shit. Fit in my position just like the crown would. Live with like it's in and jungle. Skip them running, we can rumble. Feel the weight of fit the muscle. Don't fix the systematic struggles. This oppression gotta crumble up. No discussion when I'm chopping, chopping like an AK-47. Chugging ain't no Smith and Wesson. Just an older new the testimony. Got me walking like a holy matrimony. Yeah, I put up what they put up on me. Who I'm confident you see this up up on me. Back up, back up, homie. Back up, ain't no stressing while we counting blessing. We just riding with the homies. Uh. Like a nigga feeling unbelievable. I got a juice, but I come to this. Got the power like a superman energy. Feeling son of King Kong, you a son to me. And that's what I told life. Depressing the pain and the struggle to fight. Focus again and gain life. I'm only stronger when I'm standing upright. Just play how we gonna make it through the night. Yeah. Cannon Eagles. So Cannon Eagles, not to be confused with Eagles Hotel California. No. And Cannon, not to be confused with Nick Cannon. Yes. Yes. Just <laughs> like to get that out of the way. So uh, he's our hip hop Christian artist that we're focusing on this week. Uh, real name Aaron McCain. He was born in uh, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, he's so a little bit about him at the age of 13. Uh, McCain found himself in the middle of a terrible automobile uh, vehicle accident. In you couldn't say automobile, so you changed the vehicle. like, Ari today, words. Being able to walk away from the accident unharmed let him like realize how sensitive life was, and that's how he began to seek God. Then also as well, after that, like after school, uh, he attended Bible college, and that's where he met Derek Minor and Lecrae who actually guided him and mentored him in his music career. Okay, so uh, with that, Cameron has been around since 2004 till present. Uh, he's had multiple albums that he's made as well. And then uh, another thing that happened to him was in 2014, he was in an accident. So basically, Again? Uh, yeah, like this one, they were actually trying to help someone that was in an accident and then there was like the person tried to start the car while there was like petrol leaking so they tried to jump over and he fell down like a 40 foot uh, drop like a 12 meter drop mm. and it's like he broke his jaw and he was out for a while but then he did recover fully so you never make a through the wire number no. two <laughs> if you're after breaking his jaw <laughs> hey, sure. but he did come back and then he has uh, multiple songs as well with uh, Lecrae been on tour with them as yeah. well. Yeah, but you stated he was mentored by Lecrae and Derek Minor. Derek Minor. I see that having a mentor within within something like that is something that's overlooked. You know, once mm. upon a time, every artist came from another artist. Mm -hmm. Like um, you had 
people that blew up and then you had someone that came from them and it was a mentor and guided them in terms of not only the music well helped with the music but as well within um, media training yeah. and guiding your way through the industry so with him coming from artists that are both well established within the subgenre that they both operate on at least gave him that guidance yeah. and way to move forward yeah so basically uh, he also uh, collaborate like I said collaborate with Derek Minor and, and Lecrae as they said and they both Um, you must remember, we, we, uh, we spoke about it, I think two weeks ago, about Derek Minor being the one, one, what's, one, one, six click, right? Am yeah, I right? Yeah. 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 So, he, so, so he's also part of the one, one, six click. And um, the credit, look, how, is, how he mentored him was when Kenan um, was Lecrae's hype man. Yeah. When Lecrae used to go perform. Nothing wrong with it. Tupac mm. was Digital Underground's hype man yeah. before he became Tupac. Trash was Queen Latifah's hype man before he became Trash. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, so that's that's about everything to say about Canon. Can we still going to hear? We can. No, no, no. Seven hundred children. No, no, no. But we can just name them for like yeah. an hour. Okay, so let's get into some songs by Canon. Yeah. 
Depression was holding my web and crying on the phone, oh lord I was sitting in the parking lot, was going crazy, damn I don't know no more 380 in my pocket, I had a little rocket launcher, my soul was at war I swear to God, I thought I might give up Should I pull the trigger, I'm so lit up Feeling so much pain, I couldn't get up Drank so much liquor, I couldn't sit up Throwing up the bottle, yeah, spit up Call God, I felt he wouldn't pick up Told Doc, he told me, let's get up I had demons, I had to get rid of Got me looking over my ledge, yeah 45, he was all in my head, yeah Black life, I'm walking on edge, yeah Had white, be walking on eggshells I don't thought about it, hit it Take me to the maker. Kidney stones have me popping Percocets. I never thought that I would take them. Ooh, I made it, yeah. I'm but I really made it. Now I'm strong as a diamond. They say that I'm changing. My heart was heavy. They said I would cave in. But while I'm still here, no saying you can change the world. Lost faith, walked away, I was mad It's funny, I told him I put on his mask High and high, I really feel for the bad Lord knows I was walking to anger Suicidal, plus I care with the stainless Hate the art of politics, how they paint us Being black in America, dangerous My mental health can play with it Stressed all night and all day with it Had to blink it, I stay with it Get a hashtag with my name in it Police bound to get away with it Shoot to kill with no age limit Talking in the nigga with some praise in him Lord knows my heart was Tired of fighting, got tired of working Right race, relationship, problems Please, COVID-19, got a tight squeeze like you're a gardener. When my cousin died, it was no more talking. Rolled it up and just kept on coughing. Stutter stepping, just kept on walking. Drove me crazy. Trying to keep it above water, tell me how to flow. To feel like Joe. Cousin dying in the hospital from a cold. Brother got his head shot with something, got him low. But feel like Joe. With suicide on the mantle, let me find a road. But feel like, whoa. I swear my mind feels yeah. so lost, yeah. yeah. I know my heart feels so That was Canon featuring this eye and Lecrae, how we do it, and I made it. Okay, so now we pass it over to T-W-I-H-H-H, Aristotle. Let me say it properly, it's this past week in hip-hop history. That's how you say it, not T-W-I-H-H-H. Why don't you maintain your radio voice for the entire show? You, I only say it for the title. Because I like to say it to the title. Give it some emphasis, you know? Give it some, give it some, je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Let's hear the je ne sais quoi. Right. This past week in hip-hop history. Right. Slick Rick, Slick Rick released his second album that was in July 1991. The, al- the album is called The Ruler's, the Ruler's Back. 
Luke, Luke, one of the best storytellers in the game. You might have not heard the name, but you definitely heard the story about Children's Story. I mean, the song called Children's Story. Do you understand that? Uh, Let me tell you a story not long ago. ago. No, no, no. Okay, that's how it goes. Yeah. Right. Um, July 2011, Kendrick Lamar releases debut solo album, Section 80. It's a classic. Right. Um, July 1991, Leaders of the New School released their debut album, A Future Without the Past. Leaders of the New School is Pasta Rhymes in there. It's the group that Pasta Rhymes comes yeah. from, yes. Prior to him becoming the solo artist, Pasta Rhymes. Mm-hmm. Um, July 96. Uh, Nas released It Was Written. I think we spoke about it last week. That was the... And I understand that. Say it, say it, say it, say it. I know you want to say this. It's itching. It's itching. Say, say what? I only have to say about the album. Everybody knows it's a great album. It's mm. his most commercially successful album after Illmatic. Great, great album. Uh, July 1986. Uh, Run DMC releases Walk This Way. Uh, one with Aerosmith song. Yeah, the Aerosmith one, yeah. July 2010, Big Boy from Outkast released his debut solo album, Sir Luscious Left Foot, the son of Chico Dusty. Chico Dusty. I think yeah. we spoke about this, probably not recorded about uh, Big Boy. You know, people that are in duos or in groups that mm. are great, but because their partner is yes. so great, they sometimes get overshadowed. Mm. Now, Big Boy is part of the duo Outcast, and Andre 3000 is widely regarded as one of the greatest MCs to ever touch a mic, if not number one in a lot of people's books. But because he's such a phenomenon and people look at him as so great, that it sometimes Big Boy gets overlooked for what a great MC is and what great music is put out there. And these were the people that put an entire, the entire South, the entire sound of music in hip hop that you hear now. The sound is derived from the South, South of America, I refer to. And they are one of the forefathers of creating that sound and creating that movement. Okay. Um, She heard you the sound of the South of Johannesburg. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> But it's no music involved, it's just me screaming. <laughs> Uh, 5th, 5th July 1977, Royce the 5'9 was born, a member from uh, is from Detroit, a member from Slaughter, Slaughterhouse. One half and of Bad Meets Evil. Yeah, one half of Bad Meets Evil, the other half is who? I don't know. Eminem. The other half is evil, he's bad. Eminem. Uh, anyway. You had to find a way to drag it in there. You could have just said one half of Bad Meets Evil without mentioning Eminem. Eminem. You, you, you can't say one half, you must say. I'm going to mention everybody in everybody's right. group now that you go on. Right. <laughs> okay, let's see what you can do now with this one. I, I'm all nine <laughs> members. I mentioned all nine members. All right. Um, July 5th, 1969, Reza was born. And he's from the Wooten Clan. Uh, that brings Method Man. One of the uh, nine members of uh, Wooten Let us name all nine uh, Raycon. members. All uh, right, name it. Method Man, Raekwon the Chef, Ghostface Killer, ODB, You God. This basically becomes tough. Capadonna, Master Killer. Inspector Deck. What am I missing here? Jaza. That's nine. Okay. Missing one still. Now you let you said Inspector Deck, right? July 6th, 1970, Inspector Deck was born. How about it? Underrated MC. Um, July 6th, 1977, Rhymefest was born, right? Rhymefest, since we're talking about ghostwriters and Kanye, Rhymefest writes a lot of Kanye's rhymes. Used to, I don't know if he still does. Another member... The good stuff before he started making nonsense. 
another member of um, Slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. July 6, 1980, Joel Ortiz was born. Since we mentioned mentioning groups, Joel Ortiz is a group of Crooked Eye. I don't know what's the name of the group, but since we mentioned in other group members, Crooked Eye. Ha! Eight years it. July 6, 1975, 50 Cent, Curtis Jackson, Five Bob, he was born. Member of G-Unit, Tony Ayo, uh, Lloyd Banks, Young Buck, and Little Wild Game. And, his, and um, Eminem found it, uh, Eminem Matricle, Took him under his label, Shady Aftermath, with Dr. Dre. I, was yeah. sure, I thought we were just mentioning yeah. group members. <laughs> yeah. Now you're going into labels. From now on, I'm mentioning the labels they are part of as well. Right. Okay. Um, I don't think we have to say anything on 50. Everybody yeah, know 50. everybody knows 50. Curtis Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Um, July 1986, Dougie Fresh released his debut album, Oh My God. We spoke about him on the beatboxing episode. One of our early episodes, we covered the elements. One Three of the kings. elements we covered was um, beatboxing, and we spoke about. I want you to say what, 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 what. No, you got to say it like out of hook of the song. Yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. I need a song to play. What, what, what? We need a reference track. What, 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 N-O-R-E. N-O-R-E, yes. And he beat from the he became Nori, not only Nori. Yeah. Um, Eric B and Rakim released their debut album, Paid in Full, July 1987. Legendary album, Change the Sound of Hip Hop. Houdini released their self-titled debut album in July 1983. Uh, you know, Jermaine Dupri was a dancer for them. That's how he got his way into the industry. With Houdini? Yeah, he was a small child, he was their dancer. Oh, okay. That's where he got his way into the music industry. Thank you for that uh, last lesson over the past week in hip hop history. It was pointless information for you. Yeah. But I, since I have it, I felt like everyone. Yeah, okay. Um, I think that was it for this week in hip hop history. T-W-I-H-H-H. Tweet it. Hashtag T-W-I-H-H-H. I'm joking. <laughs> um, anyway, guys, that was our show. I hope you enjoyed the turntable on Active FM, where radio has never been better. So before we leave our show, we're just going to leave you with a song and a verse. Okay, so our verse today comes from Psalms 143 verse 10, which says, Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. I'm T-Money, and this is Ari Styles, and we're going to end it off with a song by KB. And no, you're forgetting KB. about Shiki? I told you, when you're important, you don't have he to introduce yourself. And but I you never... Is. I did say my name, listen. Pastor, Okay. This is, this is the turn, this is the turntable where we keep you learned and get you turned. We'll get you turned and keep you learned. However you want to say it. Bye bye then. I got no chance on me, I'm so
give up instant snaps. Do we need another post? You insecure, you do the most. On my side, we revive God through the Wi-Fi. T'Challa part never colonized round the high fives for the top God made us dangerous. Ain't the bus flame, but does every to bring to us gangs of us trained to trust the name that's blood stained on us. Christ gained us. I was running with the Savior, running through a trailer. Road flex, we invest. Hear me. Chains on me. I'm so free. I got no chains on me. Nappy hair, nappy hair, no shame on me. I'm so free. I got no chains on me. Hear me. I'm so free. I got no chains. Get my neck. No chains. No shame. Rapper. Yeah, come get your opinion. They don't matter. Uh, money or the faith, I chose a lot. Money phones, really money loans, and that real life is you coming home. Empty house in the heart of stone. Bad chick, super savage, and for a bigger bag, she moving on. Oh yeah, you making moves, but these folks don't really love you. Industry only love dudes that they can use, don't get confused. Interviews that don't tiptoe, uh, go and take them my info. Uh, his glory, that's simple. Uh, riding around with that tempo, uh, that's liberal, that's conservative, that's charismatic and reformed too. My wife happy and Jesus loving, ain't nothing left to conform to. Find, follow and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out.